Welcome to the uh, Food for Thought podcast. It's our first one, so give us a break, you know. I am your host, Mitch, and this uh, disheveled man across from me here is Lucas Steyer. You can call me Luke if you prefer. It doesn't matter to me. A um, bit of background on ourselves. Maybe I'll start. Sure. You know, there's not much to me. I'm an empty shell of a man. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm a physics student at the university. I, I'm interested in that. I mean, that's where, I mean, our discussions today at least are going to be based uh, a lot off physics. So hopefully my two cents can be somewhat viable to discussion. Keep in mind, I'm no expert. I mean, there's more to me than just, you know, studying school, but I think for uh, the podcast... I, I like suppose the, it's the relevant information. Yeah, I mean, is it's that not, it's, uh, you don't really care about me personally, I don't think, but... No. So, I guess my relevant background is in uh, computer science. Um, the interest in, you know, physics and philosophy and all those sort of things. Uh, we do also have some interesting philosophy topics to discuss, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, most of them are sort of physics-related. Just kind of, like, interesting things to think about. It's kind of the uh, the pop science, pop physics part. Yeah, of, like the main the kind of questions people ask. The main kind of questions that are that are cool and thought provoking, and you know, and the, somewhat easy to understand, even if you're not you yeah. know, an expert in anything. I actually just want to say what inspired us to kind of do this podcast is Mitch and I often have pointless discussions, but at the same time, we usually get into some good depth. You know, when it comes to philosophical questions or scientific, even though we don't always come to you know great conclusions it's just fun to speculate so that's what kind of inspired us to actually do this because uh, we really enjoy you know just exploring different thoughts having a few pictures at the old hub university bar it's a reference very few people understand unless it's literally only our friends that listen to this in Mitchell, which case even yeah. our friends are gonna listen to this podcast <laughs> Fuck, i'm not gonna listen to this podcast can we uh, swear is that okay me? what do you mean is that okay i don't know the kids in this room uh, so what do you want to start with here? We got uh, we got a lot of topics. Should I read them through you and just see what? Yeah, let's uh, go through a few. Two peaks of interest. So we got uh, the U.S. election and confirmation bias. Um, we got does humanity and our progress have a hard ceiling on uh, advancements? Uh, we got Elon Musk's theory that we're living in a simulation. We have the infinite uh, world theories. We have what is the universe expanding into? Got our all, all people's lives value the same? Uh, why can we not accept death? Importance of music. Uh, suicide and government regulation uh, we have life on beyond earth and consciousness in the human brain anything stick out to you there well let's maybe we were kind of discussing it before so maybe let's go with the uh infinite universe is that yes or the so parallel universe sort of do you want the uh infinite slash many worlds theory? yeah let's go with that sure uh so you want to give a quick rundown of what the hell that is <laughs> Fuck, if i can remember <laughs> well okay well generally speaking i mean people think that uh our universe is the only universe, but uh, I mean, the reason I know this is because I've read a few popular science books by his author, Brian Green, who kind of introduced me to this whole topic, actually. It's um, the multiverse. Um, it's called multiverse theory or something like that. But it just, there's different theories uh, as to, you know, whether we're the only universe to exist. And um, I mean, it's up for debate. A lot of it's, I mean, it's mathematically, I, I again, I, I'm very naive in the sense I don't know a lot of it. So I have to take mm-hmm. his word for it but he's uh you know has his phd and everything and he's a scientist so i mean just uh, assume that he's not he bullshit lying, on his ass. he's probably i mean it's not just him. yeah it's not his theory but it's theories that have been proposed yeah. about anyways so a lot of them you know are, you can speculate upon them they're not you, it's hard to prove because these things aren't you know just things you can do in the classroom you know just not experiments you can perform in the classroom so it's heavily based on mathematical theory um not i which i have no real you know huge background in and i'm sure you don't either uh, but really. uh, you don't need that necessarily to understand the general premise of it so anyways this multiverse theory as i can recall uh discusses the idea that we 
aren't the only universe or are we the only universe it's kind of a question and the most interesting one was this infinite i, I don't know if that's exactly there's more than one name for each one yeah uh the infinite worlds theory is i guess the kind of like pop name for it the, the yeah. popular culture name for the theory and that's the one where there are infinitely many universes uh it's based off something called quantum theory and mm-hmm. i don't know i think i've discussed with you quantum there's two branches of physics there's something called you know classical physics and there's quantum yeah. physics and classical deals with mechanics essentially like stuff we, like newton's law stuff we see around us the things that we actually experience quantum mechanics deals with things on more of an atomic level or like individual particles and it's a lot more fascinating than i mean not that you know classical mechanics on a large scale is not interesting but when you come down to quantum level it's the laws aren't even close to what we experience in the classical world but and you know you study it and you read about it you hear the things about it, which I probably won't get into right now, but some of them present wacky, wacky uh, things that occur. <laughs> and again, I'm not going to get into it right now, but um, you might read it and be like, what the hell? Like that, 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 that goes against everything that we know on a large scale level that we're used to living. Um, but it works on the small scale. It, it, it works and we use it for technology. It's used, I mean, in everything essentially, even if we don't like the idea of how it sounds, it's, you can't get around it. It's what it is. And it's, been proven in different experiments and you know mathematically so anyways this theory is based off this quantum physics but what it pretty much says is you know we have a universe and there's infinitely many universes that and in each universe there's a different outcome so for example say in one universe right let's use the one we're in right now because that's one we're experiencing sure and you know right now we're doing a podcast right Mm -hmm. but in this other universe we might be you know walking a dog that we don't have in this universe (laughs) where we do there's infinitely everything that could happen will happen but in each different universe so maybe think about it as like a frame so each universe is like a different frame of what could be happening to you right now i I think the best and the best explanation i've seen is that if you imagine your life as sort of a timeline so you have your timeline of your life and then all of a sudden you reach a point where a decision has two or more outcomes mm, that's what, that's to, right, to yeah. an event, and that's where it branches and becomes a tree. And if you picture that happening for every possible outcome of you know every person's life, this tree continues to branch every time there's a you know like a left or right decision or any sort of decision that happens in in the universe. You can imagine the universe is splitting, and there's now two worlds, each where a different outcome of this hypothetical decision happened and so you can see how you can end up with basically infinite worlds right so this the best way to think about the infinite world theory infinite worlds theory is that a universe exists where everything is possible which is kind of a cool thought because you know there exists a universe where we put out this podcast later tonight and we're world famous overnight and there exists a world where uh, my house is broken into during this recording and we are kidnapped yeah (laughs) yeah now, can I ask you a question when you read sure. about this? Because I've heard about this, but again, you're probably more knowledgeable right now because it's been a while since I've looked into it. Mm-hmm. But was there something that talked about the uncertainty principle at all within this? Because that, that you mean how uh, quantum mechanics? Yeah, like, you know, I said a thing about the outcome. There's two outcomes. Yes, it's one or the other, and well, each universe kind of has its own outcome, right? Do, do you remember anything about? Did, did it say anything about the uncertainty principle in there anywhere? No, okay. I didn't read much about. I don't know, they had some stuff about, like, quantum mechanics and stuff in there. I I know what you're talking about, about the uncertainty principle, with, like... You'll never know the momentum and position of a particle at the same time. You can measure one, but then... If you want to, yeah, if you want to know the definite answer to one of them, you can't know the other. But you can know, probabilistically speaking, it might be here or there, or it might have this philosophy, but you never know one or the other without actually measuring. Okay, it's... Never mind. It's... I have a a little side thing that I was... 
I was watching some like uh, Twitch stream the other day, and they were just like somebody had commented in the Twitch chat, and he was it was like uh, particles can like randomly jump mm-hmm. theoretically. They can yeah. just like jump from one side of the universe to the other. Yeah, yeah. And then and then the guy. So theoretically, it's possible for all of a sudden you to just be teleported to Saturn. Yeah, no, it's actually a very interesting thought. But you have to think about it like this. Like that means, yeah, it. Every particle in your body does that at the exact same time. It's essentially zero, but it gets technically zero, but it's technically above one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. Technically, it's technically above zero, but it's essentially zero. Yeah, exactly. Like you just. But it's very. I mean, kind of brings us the idea that everything. A lot of things could happen theoretically. For example, like you just said with uh, transporting. Mm -hmm. But everything. It's just based on probabilities. Like you have to look at the probability yeah. a lot of the time. Like the probability of it happening, it could happen, but it's not. It's not going to happen. Let's <laughs> be real. It's just zero. Exactly. Yeah. And that's like it's, a lot it's of a cool thing to think about, though. Yeah. Just at any point, like random objects could just teleport mm-hmm. to other sides of the universe. Yeah. Unless you know the position of it, then that, at that point, it can no longer transport. So you've kind of well, it has to go. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a that's weird, weird thing. I don't know. It's hard. To, I don't want to do. But I do have a question for you. Okay. Um, because I feel like we're not going to be able to explain a lot of these theories necessarily, right? <laughs> we're going to more, we're going to more speculate on them, correct? Mm-hmm. Like we're not going to sit back and be like, okay, the reason this is happening because blah, 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 right? But it's interesting to speculate. Okay. Well, what does that mean if it was true, right? Like what are the things that could happen if that was true? It's weird because, okay, we say there's so many different, there's like infinite outcomes or whatever, right? Of course. But how come we're just experiencing this one right now? Yeah. You know? What about all the other ones? Like, when, okay. So, sorry, I'm just going to ramble on about sure. this, but. Can I answer sure. my own question? I was reading this actually interesting book by this guy named something Tegmark. He's some um, theoretical physicist. Mm-hmm. And he actually, his whole book was like based, he talked a lot about this kind of stuff. Okay. And he uh, he was talking about, he kind of talked about how, uh, the re- like why are we experiencing what we're experiencing now, right? Not similar outcome. How can we really feel like we're part of one, right? But yeah. maybe what if, okay, what if hypothetically we died right now? Do you think our consciousness, quote unquote, would like shift like one of the other pla- like the other um outcomes does that make sense take like, on to the other outcomes yeah. or do you no think- i think that branch just ends well no the branch yeah it's the it's easy to think about the branch splitting in like for a single person and that the branch ends when the person dies but you have to think of the world splitting for everybody and so that universe doesn't end when you die like yeah. the universe just keeps on going it's exactly just, that's true. that just happens to be one of the uh, like outcomes is that you died yeah okay but well, i guess my question is what about the consciousness you experience in every other universe does that all of a sudden you know you see what i'm trying to say here yeah like, like, why are we experiencing there, this and not any other one and so, i guess because we have to choose they are one has to be chosen or whatever right yes but what happens when this one for us ends like say our, you know we die our consciousness in this world right now ends do are we able to experience our consciousness in another one of those universes once we die in this one i'm not saying know. the whole i'm not saying this universe ends as a whole i'm just saying for us it ends for each individual so i don't know like what do you think i think that comes to a discussion of almost one of the other topics we had on here which is like the brain and consciousness yeah which is like i would say maybe a scientific topic it's definitely a philosophical topic for sure of is consciousness just a byproduct of our brain chemicals or is consciousness like a special thing separate from our brain that we just don't know about i'm gonna i'm gonna go with the first one personally you want to go with the uh we're just sacks of meat Yes. somehow are sentient yeah so i mean i guess like the main sort of implication to what you were saying there is that if our consciousness is separate then when we die our physical body dies but the consciousness that was linked to it which we would consider you know us sort of thing would be separated and i don't know go off and do something else 
I guess that, I mean, hey, it's it's all yeah. speculation, right? But no, definitely. Uh, but it, but it's something interesting to speculate. Though. It's an interesting topic because a lot of people like people experience a lot of you know emotions and very like things that we think are unique when you experience things like anger or like love and stuff like that it's really hard to think that you know these are probably just chemicals in your brain firing in a certain way to make you feel like this because it feels very like what just our brain our brain is like subjectively in, or it's interpreting it's our perception right? yeah it doesn't like, mean it's people feel like there's more to more to humans than just a brain with some chemicals in it like it feels it feels like there's more to us and that's also one of the one of the arguments in favor of our consciousness is separate is that it just feels like there's something more to us but i mean that doesn't necessarily i mean that's just again it, it's, it's, it's it's like just, seeing right i mean it's not like what we're actually seeing is really what's there it's just our brain interpreting it. interpreting it it's our perception it's you know filling in the blank sort of thing i think i heard once that everything around us like everything looks salt to us but in reality it's mostly empty space it's just our brain filling in the gaps like there's particle space between everything and realistically even when we you know look at the wall we're like oh there's a salt thing in front of us but that's not what it actually should be oh you mean if we could see down to almost like a molecular no level? no like if we actually like, it's our just our brain like when we look at a wall we feel a wall to us it's just a solid thing in front of us but realistic that's just our brain interpreting it's filling in the blanks essentially mm-hmm. that's not what it actually if what it actually is on a scientific level realistically it's empty it's a lot of empty space with particles there's a lot of empty space between the particles and stuff if that makes yeah. sense so anyways i guess what i'm trying to say is a lot of it's perception right we think we're unique because we have these feelings and a lot of like, different parts of the brain are responsible for different things we feel right yeah but it, it, i mean who the hell knows right i think personally that it's a lot of just you think it's all just chemicals yeah i mean what else would it be Aside, I mean, I know. I mean, we're not giving the brain justice here. I mean, we're saying it's a simple yeah. process. But if you look at the brain, it's, <laughs> no, it's incredible I'm, how I'm definitely simplifying down is. chemicals yeah. firing. Is, yeah. is how the brain works. But very fascinating. But what would you think? What do you think? It, like, say we went with not the scientific or not the brain neurotransmitters firing or whatever. What do you think? Like, what's your idea of consciousness if it's not just firing in the brain? Oh, I mean, I'll say I'm also on the side of believing that we're kind of just sacks of meat. A lot of times we kind of like to, you know, talk ourselves up. A lot of people think that humans are like super special, but I don't know if that's necessarily the case. We're just trying to make the best of what we have, you know. I think like a lot of people think that like we're very special. I actually do want to talk about how that relates to are we alone in the universe after this? So remind me about that and we could talk about those things. And there's actually so many things I wanted to discuss right now, but it's hard <laughs> to get them all, you know. Once you get going, it's Yeah, you, once you just get rolling, you're rolling. You're, you're, um, you're rolling. I'm in, I'm in the, I'm in the firm belief. It's all just chemicals firing in your brain that make you feel different things. If I were to speculate what a conscious, like if, if it was a separate entity, what would a consciousness be? I think it would be a higher dimensional entity that's attached to you. Yeah. We discussed, I remember we discussed that. Yeah. That's actually an interesting way to think about it. Because there's nothing physical in the brain, at least after death, because we've analyzed brains a lot after death, something physical in there. And even though we don't, you know, 100% understand how everything in the brain interacts with each other, I'd feel it's pretty safe to say if we could find a physical, like, little consciousness lobe in the brain, that would be, like, a pretty important thing. So I think it's, if it was to be the case that consciousness was separate from our physical brain, it, it would definitely be something that's above our comprehension and is somehow attached to us. That's actually... I, I can agree with that. I yeah. wouldn't. I would never credit it to something spiritual or, you know, no. re, um, you know, religious based. Personally, 
And course. I should mention that, uh, you know, I, I didn't say this for myself. I'm very, Here we uh, go. <laughs> I'm not a religious man. I, I would class myself as an atheist. And so, I mean, that's, I mean, I think that's going to, I think you can maybe say the same. I would probably say the same. Yeah. I think it's going to drive well, a lot of the discussion. I would say I will side with what I have evidence for. That's, that's fair. Yeah. Like, I'm the same way. If I mean, if I was given some sort of evidence for some, you know. Yeah. If I was given like hard evidence that like God existed and there was like this higher dimensional being that like controlled everything i'd be like okay cool i would be like, open to discussing. yeah i would absolutely you know examine that evidence and see make draw my own conclusions yeah but i agree okay. uh Anyways, what did i want to talk about you talked about the planets you wanted to talk about the planets. oh right are we alone in the universe so there are two theories obviously we are alone and we are not alone and the way it's sort of described is that it's crazy to think that we're alone given the size and the size of the universe, basically. Probabilistically speaking, yeah. we're not alone. Mm-hmm. It's more likely for them there to be some other form of life. Not necessarily like us, but another form of life. Somewhere, not to somewhere in the universe, yeah. yeah. And the theory goes on to say, the most terrifying thing is not finding life, but being unable to find life elsewhere in the universe, is that we're actually truly alone in this, you know, 91 billion light year, yeah, larger than 91 billion light year universe. It's a cool theory. Like the amount of, there's billions of planets. So, I mean, uh, a lot of people think that like, not evolution, but like the creation of life sort of thing, or like the... I think evolution is the right word. The appearance of life on a evolution. terrestrial body. Evolution. Okay. The evolution. It is, a, it is evolution. <laughs> no, it Christ is. Like, it's not, I'm just okay. saying that the yeah, okay, dick. Okay. Like, it's actually... <laughs> like, that's how you describe evolution. Okay, so... But no, life doesn't evolve from... Uh, anyway. So, like, the appearance of life on a, saying. Yeah. Like, like the first... Yeah, because evolution is once you have life. Yes. But to actually form a living thing. Or like life to form. Yeah, yeah okay. So, I, I mean, the Earth started off as just a bunch of stuff swirling around a central body, and then eventually it all came together to form a big thing with a bunch of mass. And then we got some water, we got some land, then we got some little organisms, and then now we got some people. It's a very roundabout way of summing up, like, how many is that? Like, like a billion years, years or something like that? Yeah. Four billion years, I think. 4.5 billion years yeah anyway it seems like pretty crazy that we've reached this point from that point i feel like a lot of people almost that like it's just unique to us but if you think about it in terms of numbers there's billions of other planets that exist out there and the probability of this happening is actually better than you would think so again it's higher than not having any yeah the well okay i guess i should say that the probability that like at least one other planet has done some form of lifelike advancement not again not necessarily like humans like we not necessarily like humans anything. like we know but just some other form of living beings the probability that that would happen on one of those billion planets is higher than the probability that that happens on none of those billions of planets and i like and if it is the case that it is zero then that is a pretty scary thought that we're sitting in this rock in the middle of the middle of this little solar system and just a whole bunch of blackness and it's just us and i hope i, uh, I hope it's not hopefully true. there's some alien life out there you know to the aliens now what was the second theory you said because you said that was the first one right you said there's two leading theories or is yeah, that, well, that like yeah two sorry the two leading theories well the two theories of it are we're oh, alone or we're not oh, okay, alone, Okay, I got right? you. I thought you like, I understand. Well, I, yeah. Well, I said that and then I realized, like, the way it's described is, like, either we're not alone and there's some other stuff or the scarier thought is that we okay, are alone. Okay, I hear you. Which I think is, like, a 
pretty cool argument for it. Yeah. Someone in my, I took a class on stars last year. Yeah. And someone actually did a project on stun. There's actually, I mean, people think it's a matter of speculation, but there's actually like mathematical models developed, like, um, made to that. They got, um, theorize on this stuff like life hmm. like it's not just something like oh it's probably life so you can build up a mathematical model yeah like you can the, the like based off the planets like atmosphere and stuff exactly it's called hmm. um i don't remember the name but yeah because there's certain conditions and keep in mind that these are conditions nec- I, I don't know if they're specific to humans but it's saying if you want life somewhat similar to ours there's certain conditions that need to be mm-hmm. math and i think it's life i guess it's the only thing we know is our kind of life Yes. So that's why, you know, you have to kind of base it off that, I guess. It might, not necessarily human, but just life we're familiar with, like, organisms and stuff. Yeah. Now, there were, the reason we exist, why life was able to form is based on something called, like, um, I think it's called the Goldilocks limit or something. It's the way our, our Earth was positioned was just right. Yeah. It was just far enough from the sun, had just the right amount of this, this, and this. Like, or, you know, just chemical base and stuff. Yeah. So that life was able to form. So, if a, you know, if a planet is too close to the sun or too far, it'll be like too cold or too hot. Yeah. Not. So, they, I guess what that, what they look at is, okay, well, given this amount of planets, how many are actually within this? This little yeah, and, or then, small okay, diameter exactly. orbiting a star. So, yeah. of them, how many of them, you know, meet these requirements? So, that's kind of what that looks at. I mean, that was, that was a very general explanation. But people actually often argue... Oh, it's, I forget the name. It's called the um, Anthropic Principle. Excuse me, it's burp. All <laughs> <laughs> so these uh, great dosekis. One, one, and stay thirsty, my friend. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, this is a great time to say uh, this podcast is brought to you by <laughs> by dosekis. I don't always drink beer, but uh, it's not often dosekis. <laughs> when no. I do, Lucas buys it for me. <laughs> there wasn't much selection for cold beer at the LC, so I feel like this is kind of related. It was also on our list, so. I don't know if you ever watched that video where, or if you ever heard anything about how Elon Musk said that we are almost guaranteed to be living in a simulation. I have not, but you have. I think I explained this. I think I briefly explained this to you as well. Fill me in a little, you know. I will explain the whole concept again, and I will get your thoughts on it because I think it's a very cool idea. Uh, So basically, he says uh, we need to picture a world our world and we advance in the future and we get far enough along in our technical advancements where we reach a point that we can simulate human life and we can simulate it in a way that people don't know they're being simulated so you can think of it kind of like the matrix or trying to think what another good like simulation thing is tron (laughs) (laughs) i've never actually seen anything about tron Except for like that video game, right? Is that the one where the those little bikes or whatever? Uh, it was called Light Bike, I think. Oh. Was that related to Tron? Uh, like a. I thought Tron was made about that. They had like light cycles. And they had like shit. Quickly changed. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas is making <laughs> rapid gestures with his hands right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so kind of like Tron. <laughs> Classic. Uh. It, Basically, we've simulated uh, Inception. That's the one I was thinking of. That wasn't a simulation, though. Yeah, but like, you <laughs> it was know, a dream. Saying, like people didn't know they were dreaming. Okay, okay, but we've simulated life, and basically, the simulated life you can get whatever you want, right? And there's a lot of people living in fairly poor conditions, or people that want to live a better life, so they ought to go into the simulation. Simulation carries on, and it reaches a point where it can simulate things. Now they don't know they're in a simulation. So they make a simulation. 
thinking that this is the real world and they send people in that real world that aren't doing well down a level and it keeps going it keeps going and you think about this going on for an infinite amount of time so elon musk says what are the odds that we are that original universe and the simulations haven't been created yet he says what are the odds that we are the one out of infinity basically and thus we are living in a simulation the odds say that we are living in a simulation interesting like yeah. what it's saying is we're not the original ones yeah basically the odds are stacked astronomically against yeah. us that we're the original world but the simulation is so real like let's say the people simulating us right now have advanced so far technology wise that they can just create basically real worlds for people to live in virtually mm -hmm. and that's what we're living in now and it's you know, interesting because even this, i mean we can create simulations now that i mean obviously you know you're in a simulation mm -hmm. but it's not it's not so out there that we can't expect that it's not a far-fetched idea no, because we kind of already experienced it now and look at a dream even i mean dreams I mean, I know we dreams feel real at the yeah, time and they're not, when you wake up and they're not, not obviously, you know, but not necessarily a simulation, but still sort of similar. anyways, it's very interesting. It's an interesting theory. Well, let me so, ask you this. Do you, what, first of all, do you think we are the, do you think we're the one world or do you think we're, well, I mean, based on what you told me, I don't want to be that one guy who says we are, no, we're, <laughs> no, I don't think we are. I mean, I, I don't really know don't a lot more so? than what you've just told me. Interesting. But I mean, I mean, I, I don't think we're the, the original theory. So. I think, no, I, I agree that we could be in a simulation. I completely Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. so I meant like we're not the original ones. Yeah, we're not I, ones I don't believe that we're the original either. Yeah. I think I think Elon Musk makes a really good point in saying that we're almost definitely in a simulation. I mean, it's very believable. Yeah, well, when you phrase it like that, it's very believable. But if you just said to somebody off the street and you were like, hey, do you think we're living in a simulation? They'd be like, what's wrong with yeah, you, exactly. <laughs> uh, I could say, what okay, were you Okay, so say now you said that people want to be part of a simulation, so they agreed to do it, right? Now, are they... Sure. Oh, no, how did it go? You said... We Let's just say people are, you know, poor off or something like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's just one of the options. I mean, the other one is like a simulation is created. People are just going to go into it out of okay. curiosity, right? So each... I just gave like a theoretical method of entry. Okay. So each individual who's in the simulation, are they experiencing their own simulation? Do they get to... Does that make sense? Like, say we... Okay, say we're in the original world right now. We're like, I want to be part of the simulation we go up we sign up you know we're now thrown into the simulation are we thrown into the simulation as we are in the original world or are we kind of like a whole new person is that mean you see what i'm saying are you saying it's like birthed from scratch yeah are we birthed from scratch or are we kind of just what we were in the real world hmm. i mean i guess it depends how the people like program the simulation that's up to like the developers like when they program this world do they like start it from a point where the big bang happened let's say and or did they start it from a point where a bunch of the universe was there and they simulated all the physics and stuff and then just let the whole thing run its course naturally and and an earth popped up i mean it could even be a simulation from a species that's completely unrelated to us and that oh, just in that particular simulation like that's what happened that this particular thing happened to wind up interesting it's like they took everything that yeah. is able to happen and then whatever happens in the simulation just happened I mean, I guess it's another theory. Um, I mean, the one Elon Musk puts forward is that we simulate ourselves because that's what we know. Okay. But I mean, it's also not unbelievable to think that somebody writes a program to simulate the universe and they just turn up the time dial on it by a crazy factor and just see what happens, right? Because, yeah, because what I guess that makes sense to me because what I was going to suggest or at least speculate on was how come if we could simulate a world, 
why not make it better than what it is now? But I guess, like you said, True. if you just let it do its course, run its course. Then- I think if you're in the simulation, each person is also autonomous within the simulation. And thus, even though everybody is autonomous now, it doesn't, like, we still have a crappy world. Like, just sticking everybody into a simulation doesn't solve that. People might think, and, like, maybe they're really poor off, and they just say, like, anything is better than this, just put me in this simulation, right? If we're simulating ourselves, kind of like how The Matrix simulated, if you ever watched that movie. Never saw it interesting believe it basically like the whole thing was just it was a copy of earth as it was in like the year 2000 and yeah they just like stick people in there and robots harvest them for energy spoiler alert yeah i guess there's two different versions of the simulation one where it's simulating our exact world and we're just sticking people into it and they just get to do as they want the other one is that the universe starts from basically scratch and it just gets to run its course, see what happens. So what if you're that poor guy who's about, like in Syria, let's say, you're that one guy in Syria. Now, if you're in a simulation, why would you be put into that position? Why would you be put into it? Let's compare ourselves, say we're like that rich, like say you're that rich dude, right? Has all the money. How come he got that? And then some other guy is dying in Syria. I'm not saying like, I, I'm just saying, I guess like what I'm saying is how do they get, how do the positions get assigned, you know? And was, how come they're not it, better oh, than what they so are? So if you start from a... Well, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, actually. I know what you're trying to say. You're trying to say, like... Like, why can't the simulation if it's, be if made it's simulation-wise in a utopia? Yeah, let's put it that way. Hmm. Like, I mean, I guess that... Again, the other thing. Is it, is it made to run its course, or is it made specific... Like, does, this, does the creator have some certain specifications that he wants met? Or does he just say, here's some parameters, let it run? If you're that one guy who gets put into a shitty situation, excuse me, it's... Too bad for you, but that's the way it is. It seems like you'd want to make a utopia, but it seems like there's some sort of problem with just making a utopia simulation, right? Also, hypothetically, you want to get out of this simulation. You wouldn't know that you're under it. For example, if we true, assume that's all that we are in a simulation, yeah, yeah, true, true. there's no way we can know because this is Great life incident. for us, right? Like, so, Eventually, people in the simulation reproduce and have babies and... When they get put into the simulation, theoretically, they would have false memories about what they've been doing in the past, or, you know, they'd be born as a baby, and everybody else, they grow up around other people who originally are just AI scripts, and eventually the whole world just gets populated by these people in the simulation as they're born and grow up, and they just have no idea that it's they're like in the simulation. <laughs> sort of, in a way, right? You, you I mean, make, you I You create guess. this home for them, and you create these people. They don't know they're in a freaking game. <laughs> yeah, they're it's also very some, least they're, yeah, it's, they're a bunch of code, but... But what I'm trying to say is they grow up from a baby, and they, they yeah, grow up from some initial stage. Like, if but. you imagine you just populate the, you just populate the whole world with a bunch of non-playable characters as they're called in a lot of mmos just a bunch of npcs and then as people go into the simulation they're born into it they're born to whatever one just whatever one they happen to get into sort of thing sure random dice roll or they slip the guy a hundred and then they <laughs> hey man hook me up with uh they get to be born the as juicy a, old lucas styers <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of like semantics for it but if you imagine it that way like everybody gets born into it in just random assignment and then eventually as all the npcs fade out it's just a bunch of people living in simulation nobody ever knew that that everybody around them wasn't real or wasn't like an actual person in the in the world before and then eventually everybody becomes part of the simulation more people from the original earth are fed into the simulation eventually the simulation makes another simulation 
and so the cycle continues. Now, do you think it's fair to say, or not fair to say, but let's let's speculate on this. Okay. Hypothetically, well, not hypothetically, you die. Let's get, let's say the simulation, like, let's say the original world is human. Like, mm-hmm. humans are making the simulation. It's not some, like, mm-hmm. some are not. It'll just go with that for now, okay? So what if you die in the real world? Does your simulation just end? I guess it would, right? Yeah, it would, uh propagate downwards right so i guess that's the only way in which you can get out of that simulation not that you know anyways but that's the only way you can technically be free of the simulation correct is like if, if you opt- your simulated body dies before your actual body dies like what if you just opt out of it you're like i don't want to be part of this simulation anymore in the real world what happens to your simulated self how would you do that you're theoretically getting put under like think about going to sleep in like and like a sleep like think about inception where you like they put you to sleep but you just sleep forever and you're because you need to transfer your who you are into the simulation and you need to live it as you so we're transferring our conscience or you know like who we are down one level into this simulation. so it only exists as long as we're under it yeah. yeah but theoretically if we have the power to simulate something so real we also have the technology to like just put somebody in a suspended state and their brain activity runs but they just never die it's a super weird concept to think about when everything just seems so real to you, right? And simulations kind of like like VR and all that stuff seems really fake to us right now. But in reality, it can get a lot more real. And again, I mean, if you think about it, what's really real, right? It's all sub- it's all perception, right? And that's kind of okay. That sounds kind of cliche uh, and dumb, well, but it's a whole other the whole other other philosophical argument is there's there's an old like saying that I can only be sure that I am real. I can't be sure that anybody else is real because if you, it's kind of a scary concept when you get a little bit more into it, but at its core, you are conscious and you are aware of yourself and kind of like what you are. And like, you know that, you know that you exist, but you don't know if anybody else actually exists. Like I'm looking at you and I can't even fathom what it must be like to be in your shoes. Yeah, it's, 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 it's weird, weird, right? But I mean, I, I assume that you're conscious, but you're yeah. right though. You, I, I don't, I can't, because you can't even begin to explain what that feels like coming from your shoes it's hard you know i understand no, but here's the fun thing so you you talk about how you feel like consciousness like that what this sort of philosophical i don't know theory i guess you would say what it says is that it could all just be your brain playing tricks on you and that your brain is living in like a fantasy world you're not actually real and it's just an illusion my brain has crafted up and has crafted dialogue for it to talk to me and that's where the thing says oh. you can only be certain that yeah. you are real who actually said do you remember who sta- uh, <sighs> argued that because I, I think that sounds familiar i learned in philosophy i think it was in so like first Q? year philosophy i took yeah. i can't remember what it was Fuck, but what was his uh, name? it was one it was of the first things hume or something humes hume? humes that sounds Paul. right maybe you remember that name hume vaguely did you Ooh. pay attention to that class i did pay a lot of attention but it was it was like three years ago to class yeah no the whole concept was like you can only be sure that you're real the rest could just be your brain you know screwing with you and a lot of things have shown that the brain definitely screws with you the brain fills in like false memories yeah but it's like, not necessarily screwing with you well i mean okay yeah i guess in a way it, like it's it has, okay, when you say screwing it means yeah. like he has a like, negative connotation it's not like the brain's like oh, i'm gonna get him you know <laughs> it's just the way it performs to allow us to you know live i like to imagine like, it's the, evolutionary i like to imagine thing. the brain just doing some things and he's like you know what fuck this guy this time you know what let's throw like it's just some wrenches in the works yeah what i really want to do is just uh find all the spots where you stuttered or like misspoke and just cut them all into like one continuous audio file (laughs) just like 
See, this is the problem. That ends the, that ends the podcast. <laughs> Nothing we talked about is actually like recorded. Or fuck you. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. Stop making fun of me. <laughs> Literally didn't say anything. I know. Do you it's know like my MacBooks on like fire in my room? Yeah. Over there. <laughs> Your dog's dead. The whole house is up in smoke, but like our brains have deluded ourselves into thinking we're okay and still doing yeah. the podcast Meanwhile, we're screwed past, us. yeah we're passed out from uh, co2 asphyxiation <laughs> on the floor no i think this is taking a turn but i just want to say that uh i tend i feel like i tend to stutter a lot and not stutter but i tend to um misspeak misspeak because i can't fully express my thoughts like i have to i almost speak as i'm thinking so sometimes my i don't know if i don't know if you ever noticed that but sometimes i feel like my thoughts aren't clear when i try to speak them but that's just me speaking on the spot you know that's why i don't think i'll be a very good radio host because i think i'll just <laughs> because you just like stammer on the spot all the time you're like oh the speaking words are the good words and they help people <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't mean like i'm retarded i don't stammer i don't think i just mean sometimes my th- my thoughts aren't conveyed in the most understandable manner do you, you do you feel that sometimes did you leave your phone on of course I did. You know I did. Why would, why would you ask if I didn't? Piece of fucking shit. Yeah, nobody texted me. It's fucking... It's okay with my mom on Facebook, so that's all good. <laughs> all right, let me go. Uh, let me go. What did I... <sighs> Can I discuss while you're... Okay, wait. Before I even get into that. Sure. Say some things. I'm Do you feel go. that I'm correct in saying that my I tend to not convey my thoughts completely linearly? Or is that <laughs> you know, something you're just used to at this point? Maybe I'm just used to it at this point, but... Maybe just a self, maybe I'm just self-conscious, you know? Yeah. Do you, ever hard, do you ever have a hard time understanding what I'm trying to tell you? Sometimes, but it can be for, like, some more... Intricate thoughts. Intricate thoughts, like when you explain on some of those, like, physics theories and shit. Yeah. I have to matter me know what I'm talking about, so <laughs> don't take it personally. <laughs> At the time I failed the test it was on, so what the fuck do I know? <laughs> Speaking of which, I uh, got one of my marks back. Yeah? I got a 78.5, which is like a percent and a half away from an A. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shit. Which, but I was okay with it because I got like a 60 on the midterm. Yeah. But the class average, it's like a class of 15 people, was like an 83 in Holy. the class. I'm like, well, fuck. I got a 78.5. That makes me feel like shit because half the You're class- You're below the average. I'm yeah. like the, I essentially got the third or fourth lowest score. I mean, it's out of 15 people, but the point is- yeah. I don't feel like I can match up to everyone Everybody else. Everybody else. And I know you shouldn't compare yourself to others, but it's kind of hard when you're given those numbers, you know? But whatever. And I'm sure it's it'll be tough fun course. later on. Yeah. Well, apparently for me. <laughs> apparently I mean, I still got a decent mark. You. Oh, fuck. That's why I don't feel like I could pursue, you know, physics careers. I feel like I just want to be as good as I could. Like, as good as the other guy, you know? Are we just trying to chase other people? No, you just gotta... Well, that's the wrong way to live, I know. Yeah, it's it's a hard way to approach a lot of fields, right? I mean, inherently, everybody just wants to be the best. You want exactly. to be the top dog. But, obviously, everybody can't be the top dog. There's only True. one person that can be, you know, top of the, the physics research field. So, I mean, each person within those fields also just specializes to a crazy degree, right? True. Like, you do very specific research on different yeah. topics and, like... It's so like back in the day where you had like a knowledge of everything because everything is so intricate now that you need to specialize. You need to go for just like one thing in particular and research one thing and mm-hmm. somebody can't do everything. So each person is going to have to like specialize in some sort of research in physics. They'll be better in one thing than the other. You know? They'll be better in one thing than the other thing. And maybe there's some people who are just better than you at researching some things, but I mean, that's just how it is. Yeah. Can't all be the best, right? Just real quick, there was, wasn't there something I said at the beginning of this where I wanted to talk about it, or I said I wanted to discuss, oh, yeah, I was going to talk about maybe all the uh, British internet censorship that was going on. Go on, I mean, go for it, because... Nah, we'll do the, we'll do the value of human life thing, see where we're at, maybe we'll just save that for next time. 
because I didn't really look it up much before. It's just kind of reading some articles. So you know, we well, for sort of episode two. Actually, I'm looking. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it was I, good I stuff. look forward to doing this again. Make sure you do a little more research next time, you motherfucker. Well, it's not like <laughs> fucking you're doing ton. You did more than me, though. Well, I, I, mean, honestly, I actually, I actually did like a good amount of uh, researching on that uh, confirmation bias in the U.S. election. Oh, well, I'm not talking about. Yeah, we'll talk about that one next time. So look up a bit about that. Look up like the Electoral College and all all the stuff surrounding it. Because there's new stuff that's come up since I originally researched about people using their Electoral College power, let's say. Anyway, we'll do that on the next one. That'll be a big topic. Yeah, It's it's a lot of fun. Okay. I mean... I'll look up the... uh, Yeah, we got that. Yeah. Plus the Anthropic one I'll discuss. Because that one's like philosophical. Okay. So it's not different. And then... uh, I think another one we could do would be a uh, good one to be talking about uh, legalization of marijuana. Mm. Yeah, because that's happening uh, here in Canada. When is that? Well, I, uh, I kind of want to just ask the question. When, sure. when is that supposed to happen? Uh, so the government did a giant investigation. They put out this huge long report that said, here's all the sort of things you want to do. Here's how you guys should do it. And it's left up to the provinces. So the idea is that in about a year or so, we will get legalized marijuana and it will be sold. It will be sold through Well, the provinces have discretion. So at least here in Manitoba, that's how the liquors work. The province decided to only sell liquor through provincial stores so like in alberta and stuff you have like privately owned liquor stores so technically you could have privately owned <coughs> let's say like marijuana stores interesting but it depends province to province yeah so that'd be cool yeah in about a year's time or so i'll get into it it's good stuff tax revenue's crazy for that or at least it'll be pretty crazy for it yeah i mean i don't care i'll spend I'll anyway spend a buck. anyways good we on. can we can say that for the next one because that'll be another big topic because there's yeah. a lot of stuff surrounding that and i'll need to like look into they put out a huge like 30 40 page report or something like that about you should read that everyone i i probably won't read it all either i'll just I sort won't. of skim it for some details but value of human life wiki how okay go <laughs> wiki, how do you read <laughs> No, I just imagine like the the head of the this task force tasked with like finding out how to legalize marijuana. He's just sitting there, and the the prime minister, you know, Justin Trudeau comes in. He's like, "I needed you guys to tell tell me generate a report how to how to legalize marijuana." The guy just turns around. He's like, "You got it, Justin." He's like googling, <laughs> "How do you legalize pot?" And he's like reading through like like yeah, it's a copy pasting sections into his reports. <laughs> You got it, boss. <laughs> you got it, boss. He opens his like shitty <laughs> fucking twenty eleven MacBook Pro that he I sold. Pulls out Windows ninety eight. <laughs> <laughs> the fan starts going the second he hits like Internet Explorer. Because um, of course he uses Internet Explorer. Yeah, like, naturally, who doesn't, right? <laughs> Do you use anything else? I use Microsoft Edge. It got rebranded. So. What the hell is that? It's uh, on Windows 10. They rebranded Internet Explorer because Internet Explorer had such a negative connotation or such a negative association oh, it with the it same thing, just that they name. renamed it. Wow. Yeah. Why just, just get rid of it? Well, yeah, I don't know. Actually, can I just you sure. know, go off into the spiel here? We're uh, never going to get to this. No, no. <laughs> this is kind of fun, though, just discussing yeah. everyday events. Maybe this will be the way to kind of like end the discussion. You wind down the discussions. Because I don't feel like thinking as much anymore. You know? Yeah. Maybe but. we'll maybe we'll save the value of life till next time because I kind of yeah. need to review some philosophical discussions on that. Maybe we should review like Kantianism and utilitarianism and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that that'd be good. To actually, utilitarianism is one of the few things I do actually remember from philosophy. 
But uh, anyway, yeah. so I was at Best Buy the other day. Yeah. I was buying my dad a laptop case for Christmas. Oh, yeah. That's a nice little present. And, uh, yeah, that's all right. Uh, so anyways, I'm looking at laptops just because I'm trying to get the dimensions, right? So of when I buy the case. And this older couple comes up to me like, excuse me. We're like, uh, <laughs> do you know computers? <laughs> and I was like, to be honest, like, I'm not the biggest tech guy but i obviously i mean internally i didn't say this to them but i was like obviously i know more than you guys do but they're like what's i was like yeah but sure i can help you out i was like why the hell do you ask the best worker but they're mm. probably busy right and she probably wanted like an hey, opinion i'm just some pretty busy time of the year hot guy like, best i don't buy. know if i would say hot Ooh, young hot guy at best by looking at ace or laptop young hot. <laughs> i don't know what i am anyways they asked 73 me. at this point <laughs> Fuck. uh so they asked me you know what's better an acer and dell and i'm like to be honest they're about the same but i was like i don't know for sure but i my understanding is an acer brand is kind of like the best quality you can get for like a mid-range or middle range middle price range computer is that correct uh acer's are kind of like cheap computers usually yeah but i think dell's probably a little better or is it not is it kind of the same well dell's like i guess a little better but i've had two dell laptops in the past and it's fucked that on you yeah i mean it could just well one of them like the charging port just stopped working so it just was done huh, naturally the second one uh the battery stopped charging and they stopped selling the replacement battery for it <laughs> online so i needed to have the computer plugged in at all times do you remember that laptop i think you gave that to me <laughs> no that was an hp that happened with that one oh, too yeah perfect yeah the battery just stopped charging which happens with batteries they only have a certain number of like power cycles basically mm-hmm. but uh, it reached its like limit and so like if i would like trip on the cord and accidentally unplug it from the laptop the thing would just like shut off <laughs> so <laughs> shitty yeah also i used to like always pick it up by the top of the screen that'll do it uh so one of the like hinges like came off on it so like half the screen was like falling off <laughs> i had to like duct tape <laughs> the I think thing you together me that, actually uh, it was an old like you red laptop. You did that laptop. to the HP one you'd give to me too. Yeah, it was okay, maybe, it maybe this is a problem with me and not the Dell laptops. Uh, yeah, this sounds like a me issue when I was younger and a bloody idiot. Well, remember the time I told you I came home <laughs> and my laptop was shut? The one you gave me that doesn't shut? Yeah. And my mom was uh, like, what? Oh, I'm like, how? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah uh, that laptop, the right, the spring on like the right hinge broke. So it was like stuck open, right? Mm-hmm. So it like you couldn't like compress the spring because it had like there was essentially unwound basically and yeah like you couldn't close it without like you had to do some like serious maneuvering to like before i gave it to you you had to do some serious maneuvering to get it closed and you had to like you know move it around a little (laughs) bit but uh after i gave it to you it was like you couldn't close it without like snapping the screen off somehow she closed it i don't know how your mom closed that thing i don't know that hinge is basically just like a wooden post at that point. I don't know. Mother's no best. Is that Probably the appropriate broken. expression? Well, okay. Back to, sorry, back to my story. I have to finish off real quick. Okay. But anyway, so I is said... Dell or Acer better? Exactly. So I said, uh, they're both, honestly, they're probably about the same. I was like, what's the use for the computer? Because I didn't know if it was for them or if it was for like a grandkid. Yeah, they're buying like a present Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah. we, uh, it's for like just surfing the net and like Facebook and gaming and stuff. I'm like, oh, gaming. Like, do you have like, is this for like a grandson or something? Grandkid? And they're like, oh no, it's for us. Like we play like casino games and stuff online. I'm like, oh, okay, well then, fuck, buy like a freaking gateway computer then. Yeah, like my mom did. And get away dirt cheap with those if all you're doing yeah. is going on the like, web. They look like gambling types. <laughs> What's a gambling type? Just like, describe to me a gambling <laughs> type. Like, <laughs> like they look like they 
didn't when they say casino games well that's the reason i'm saying gambling times because they play casino games and it's not like they're playing for free i'm sure they're putting in bank <laughs> and they're losing too like that's why they need to cheat the computer <laughs> you're making some gross nah, they're really nice. offensive assumptions well i don't know why they didn't ask the best buy employee but you know. he's worse, he's, yeah. he wasn't actually uh <laughs> talking he was talking to someone else at the time so that's fair that's fair they did actually did talk to him after i don't think they honestly believe what i told him and they probably said oh yeah great thank you and then they just asked him and the best buy guy was like like, buy a dallas for internet (laughs) fucking if you're gonna run the internet you need at least a three thousand (laughs) dollar alienware laptop minimum we're talking like two gtx 1080s in there (laughs) you facebook you Facebook, (laughs) you facebook that's a thousand dollar laptop (laughs) that'll get that starts you at a thousand bucks you want to access youtube two two grand minimum let me show you a little something here <laughs> so what do you think we just end the podcast with a bit of just you know i don't want to end her i'm enjoying no, no, it i'm saying time. like just end it with some like random banter just and you, stuff. stuff we have that happened in the day you know i'm gonna what i'm gonna do is when i have to like listen back through this long long podcast yeah, like that. it'll be fun when i have what to listen it? back through this long segment to like edit i'm gonna text you about things and be like Look hey so remember when we talked about this uh, it's really boring to listen to. And oh, I'm, I'm sure that happened a lot. <laughs> like when I was fucking introducing the quantum, I was like, even I was like, I should stop talking, but I don't know how to like <laughs> just cut it off. Yeah, I'm just gonna chop and things will go. You know? Yeah, that's fair. This is actually unless you had some. I've. Uh, I got no, I was the only other huh? thing I was gonna huh? say is. I'm just kidding. Go on. You get your Christmas shopping done, or? I did. I did on Monday. It was uh, I, actually interesting story. I blocked some lady in in the parking lot. <laughs> And yeah. she was waiting. She, come, like, I come to my car and she's staring at me. She's probably in her sixties, and she's looking at me. And I look at her. I'm like, why is this lady keep looking at me? She didn't say anything right away. And I was getting in my car. And she's like, she said along the lines of, "You block? How, how do you expect me to back out of here? You blocked me in." I'm like, I look. I'm like, oh shit, I did. I that was my expression. I'm like, oh shit, I'm so sorry. Wait, how did you do okay, that? Long story short, everyone was parking like dumbasses at the mall, including myself, I guess. But there was because there was a slight layer of snow on the ground. I was parking in the parking lots that were weren't being used by the, it was a polo so it was by the movie theater yeah so was, you know there's like empty spots that no one typically parks in yeah and, but you have to walk aways yeah but it's nice to park there because no one's parked there yeah um so i parked there and the lanes are kind of screwy anyways but i guess the snow was covering them so you can kind of see the spots but you don't know for sure whether it's a spot so long story short i parked behind her but some van had parked in front of her so she'd parked before i got there she was parked behind this van okay okay and then i parked behind her not realizing i thought that she had space at least to pull out it's hard to explain but you have to kind of see it but long story short just understand that i boxed her. <laughs> essentially there's three yeah lanes. like it, you know how there's like there's the normal like two and cars yeah. park front to front like, people it was so in. unclear that the guy had pulled through she had pulled through behind him and, and then you pulled like through. pulled through yeah, behind because there's her people beside me that were also parked or like, parallel to me beside me so i was like oh it's okay to park here apparently not so so I blocked her in. Yeah. I don't think I'm completely at fault here. I mean, yeah, technically it is my fault. But in all is fairness... Is it though? It depends where the actual lines on the pavement that's are. That's true. I, I mean, you'll saw never, lines. You you saw lines where you were? Yeah. I think you're fine then. I think it was the, the jerk off. The, not the, her, the but other, the, the guy, guy in front of her. Yeah. But the thing is, everyone's parked. Once one person screws up the parking, everyone just thinks oh, it's yeah. okay to park there. That's what I did because I just parked beside all the people beside me. I was like, oh, it must be okay to park here. Yeah. Honestly, if I had looked, I don't, know. I don't, I don't really care. I don't, think you're, nice about I don't think you're super at fault. For I, that. Don't know. Like, I was very apologetic. I was like, how long are you waiting? So I feel so bad. And she's like, oh, just 15 minutes. I'm like, okay, well, fuck you then. That's not bad. <sighs> it would have sucked if you had somewhere to be. But I'll, what can you do? Like, 
Honestly, just not, I can apologize, but I can't. What am I gonna like buy you? If I was gonna offer to buy her coffee, like half the fact, but I was like, who cares? Mm-hmm. She doesn't deserve it. She was nice though. <laughs> yeah, that's surprising. I feel like a lot of people would be like super dicks about it. Dicks about but it. The thing about it, yeah. If you're apologetic, what are they? They can't be mean to you. It's not like suppose. I was fighting back. Oh, you shouldn't have parked there. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. It was my bad. You'd be surprised when people want to be mad. They're just mad. And even yeah. if somebody's like, oh, like sorry. Harper. Yeah. If somebody even even if somebody offers like a genuine apology, they still just like want to be well, mad at you, you. Like, i started writing did i tell you i started that's what i was gonna actually discuss oh, remember really? i told you i was kind of in remember i said i was interested yeah, in you, you, you were talking about like the dream journals you were doing yeah lucid dreaming oh we got to talk about lucid dreaming oh, at some point do we ever, oh man do we ever i don't even need to like research that really we just are experts i lose ah, i want to get yeah, into some it. lucid you, I, had, I think i had one just save it, ah. save it. we'll do another one of these okay, cool. like real soon yeah but yeah i started writing like a journal like i was because i told you i wanted to write just something whether it's a dream journal or just a normal journal yeah, yeah. i was like ah fuck i just want to see how it's like and i started writing just kind of journal about what happened like every couple days i kind of at the end of the night i'll write about what happened the past few days and kind of speculate on my kind of like what we're doing now we're speculating on our thoughts i'll be like oh i felt this about this today not necessarily i don't necessarily write about oh today i went to school that's a diary about i know that's what i'm saying it's not completely a diary like i do talk about what i have done but i also talk about i speculate on my feelings too it's a diary essentially so you got a a journal but it, it has negative connotations to say a diary. <laughs> I mean, I guess. but like, It sounds lame, but it's actually a lot. It's very fun. I, I, like, would, it's be- an, I would believe it's pretty enjoyable. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Just kind of just, just writing. writing down your thoughts. It's fun writing, isn't it? I mean, your arm gets sore, but the pen I have is <laughs> smooth, so it's nice. You just want to use a nice pen, don't you? <laughs> That's real. You reason. don't care about the content. You just <laughs> use that nice smooth dick. <laughs> no, it's not we're talking. It. We're talking about ballpoint, of course, here. Gel pen. Oh. Ballpoint. Ballpoint. <laughs> okay, shit. sorry. You're writing in your diary with your gel pen. <laughs> Is it pink too? Yeah, so I start with a gel pen. <laughs> you laugh, but you should try it. Get a journal. Write I mean, down your thoughts. I don't know, maybe. I, it took me a while to finally get into it, but I don't know how long it's going to last, but I do it every few days. I put most of my thoughts into music, I think. That, that's actually very good. And like thing. lyrics. Hmm. If I yeah. could write songs, that, that's actually, if I could write songs, I would do that. But Yeah, got a lot of songs, like a lot of that, like metal stuff. Some of the planners made stuff. The planners made stuff like we could do better now. I think. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of those lyrics weren't like motivated by things that were on my mind at the time. It kind of just yeah. was sounding. Yeah, I, I, but uh, a lot of my metal stuff was like big parts of my life at that point. I would just like write songs about it. That's I was, like cool. things that were on my mind. I would just like write on my mind. On my mind. Yeah. Coming to that. I think like oh, yeah. I think everybody needs some sort of like outlet for that. Yeah. You know. Even if, like, nobody ever reads it or nobody ever, like, listens to my music or nobody cares, right? Who cares, right? You're doing it for you. You still got an outlet you're doing it for yourself. I think it's I think it's a healthy thing. Yeah, I mean, it is nice when people hear it and they go, oh, I like that. But you're right, though. Like, you shouldn't be doing it necessarily to please other people. Yeah, I don't know. It's just something, something different about, like, thinking it through in your head versus, like, actually putting it on paper or, like, actually recording it onto something, you know? Yeah like this whole podcast you know it just it makes it so much more like Like, sure we talk about all this crap but like it's enjoyable like i'm really enjoying this yeah i could talk for hours on end for days people don't want to listen to all that but people like uh, maybe not everyone but i like i do like a nice banter i do like a nice uh like a, a nice two dudes talking podcast yeah i think the thing is you need to like like the person who's doing the oh exactly the people who are doing the podcast and that you're sort of more invested in who they are Mm-hmm. And then you enjoy this sort of like two dudes talking format, right? Yeah. Because if it's just like two random people, you have no idea and you don't really like what, you know, you're like, it's hard to like get into their banter. 
unless you know sort of somewhat about them sort of yeah i think that's i think that's a good point i think uh well you have you listened to the rooster teeth podcasts at all i have somewhat yeah i mean i that's think it would, fun uh, i think it would be hard to listen to those just uh, out of nowhere out of nowhere yeah but uh yeah i think like having i agree yeah i think the like having the banter is fine as long as you appreciate some like uh you need to you know. build it up a bit yeah to get your you know get some reputation and then then you, people, can, then you can have some yeah, banter exactly like i love listening but that's reason like let's play especially funhouse like i love hearing them just banter because it's just so but again because you kind of know their once style you know them and you appreciate them the banter just becomes no, like great right? like, which is why like the rooster teeth podcasts yeah. are great right because it's just them just you know shooting the shit for like an hour and a bit yeah yeah which is probably why i mean most of what we've just bantered about for the last like Oh, 20 minutes this is gonna get like cut out yeah but i mean we did talk about basically all those topics for like a solid like hour almost so i think i think we got a good amount of like discussed what we wanted to say yeah i mean the reason i want to say the reason i didn't do a lot of research because i was actually busy you know school and stuff mm-hmm. i, think I second, never forgot about it i think it. our second the next episode will be a little more well prepared we got the we got the confirmation bias one we're going to talk about Talk about lucid dreaming. Talk about legalizing pot. I think we should maybe cut it to at least two to three per. We should try. What we should try to do is really get like two or three big topics and just really discuss them more in depth. Yeah, I think it'll be a little bit, a little bit about finding the sort of format we want to exactly explore. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good idea. Just uh, yeah, I agree. Maybe two or th- two or three big topics, and we really go over them each for you know twenty five thirty minutes each. I think with today's. One about today was it was so broad and I think is the discussions we had were just so open to so much that it was hard to like stay in one place. It was hard. Yeah, we really wanted to jump. Which isn't a bad thing. Yeah, but it, the topics led to so many other discussions, and not to mention, I don't know about you, I didn't do a lot of research. Uh, also, I did my fair share. I I brushed up on a lot of things that I had uh, learned about before. I guess so. So I guess I'm in the wrong. <laughs> well. Do you want to end it there? I mean, most of this, uh, most of this stuff we talked about is probably going to get chopped way down. I want to. I mean, I want to mind at this point. We may as well just you know talk off the air and yeah. you know write a, write a make few. it easier for we you. We should make maybe we should make some like notes for the next episode to make it a little yeah. Let's actually make it a little more consistent and structured, a little a little bit better. You know. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening, guys. This has been uh, Food for Thought with uh, Luke and Mitch. You have any criticisms or ideas? Keep or- them to yourself. <laughs> If you have any have any opinions you'd like to talk to us about, you should email us. Or even topics you want us to discuss. I actually didn't set up an email for this <laughs> specific podcast. I will dub in an extra... I will make an email and I will dub it in after the fact so that we could receive emails. I expect the inbox to be very empty, but I will add the email at the end. So if anybody cares, they can yeah, contact us. Okay, so that email is foodforthoughtpod at gmail.com. That's F-O-O-D-F-O-R-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-P-O-D at gmail.com. Uh, that's all for us. Uh, thanks for, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks guys. Uh, you've for, been, uh, you, your, your brain's been eating food for thought with Luke and Mitch. Let's, uh, maybe cut that and <laughs> use something a little different. You've been listening to Food for Thought. This is your co-host, Lucas. Thank you for listening. And this is, uh, co-host Mitchell. Thank you for listening. I won't use that either. Yeah, don't use anything. Just cut the whole thing.